welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be eh, not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Today we're going to talk about, kind of, just we were talking about how we always say writing is hard, we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit. You know, it is hard. Why is it so hard? Why does it take so long to get good at this? And uh, hopefully this won't be a discouraging discussion. I hope it's an encouraging one. I think it will be. I feel like I had the opportunity to interview a ton of writers. And one thing that I found was that everyone seemed to be surprised at how long it took them to finish their first novel, to get published, to find an agent. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't understand why it took this long to get to this place. And I started to see this pattern. I'm like, no, there's a lot of reasons why it takes that long. And, and we mm -hmm. have these unrealistic expectations that it should be faster and that it should be easier and that it should just come to you and you should be able to do it. And so we must be doing something wrong because it's taking longer than we expected. But it's not. Yeah. It's like we just have the wrong <laughs> expectations of, of the path of a writer. This, this speaks to me a lot. I very much... Um identify with this as well you know you you get this feeling of like well i ought to be doing this by now as like i've been doing this for a long time how come i'm not better how come i'm not more successful how come how come this isn't easier is the other thing it's like when does this get easy you know when why is this i still struggling with this and uh yeah it there's there's really good reasons why <laughs> and it's not that you suck nope that's down at the bottom that's the, the <laughs> lower level of the list <laughs> yeah especially if you've been doing it a long time you, you probably don't suck yep <laughs> so what is it what do we blame how do we where do we <laughs> where, whose feet do we lay this this pain so my theory is that the reason writing is so hard and it takes so long to master is because you have to be really skilled at multiple facets, right? You have to mm -hmm. understand human psychology and human re relationships. You have to have a vivid and active imagination and be able to pull from that imagination. You have to understand storytelling structure and grammar and language, right? And get mm -hmm. really comfortable in that. And then you have to have enough perspective and experiences to draw from in order to create things that are really authentic. So it's like those initial stories that we write when we're younger and we go, oh, they weren't that de deep. Like there's a reason because <laughs> we haven't yeah. had a chance to live. We, we have a very limited perspective and it doesn't mean we can't write and end a story from start to finish, but we just don't have the same amount of knowledge and experience and perspective and even mastery of our own identity to be able to tell really deep, meaningful stories. Mm-hmm. It's a, it takes a, it really, you bring your entire self to writing. It, not only is it just, just a, from a, a mechanical perspective, it's very complicated. There's a lot of aspects to it. Like you said, you have to figure out a story. You have to do the, you have to look at it, at, you know, from the, the, uh, uh, mega level of like the overarching story arc. You have to make sure you structure every scene right. You have to make sure you have your, sentences are structured well make sure you're doing the right word choice you know you think about word choice is a thing in something you're writing a hundred thousand words like i have to choose a hundred thousand words like that just shows you how 
complex it is just to just to put it together. But then, yeah, the thing underneath that is it takes a lot of depth. It takes a lot of understanding of what it is to be a human, you know, and, and or even if you're not writing about humans, it's still about humans and and the world. And, and so just even having that, you know, that depth takes some time. Yeah. And word choice. I love that you said that and, and called that out because I was reading a book that had an exercise activity in it. And it was for short stories, but it was basically you write the same sentence 10 different ways. So it's, you could only use those words, but you, you change the order and it changes the meaning and the tone of the sentence. And mm -hmm. the whole thing is like, it's not just the word you choose, it's where you put that word and in what order yeah. and what's the cadence and what does it sound like? And then how do you stack that sentence with 10 other sentences to tell your story? There's so many choices that you have to make. Yeah, and then, like you think I'm working at the sentence level on a novel. Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, that like this is going to take a while and it does. But that's, you know, that's the fun of it. That's what's cool, you know, but it and it's a, but it has a lot more dimensions than really I, I can't think of very many other art forms that are that have that many dimensions. I can't think of any. <laughs> I mean, I, I always kind of get jealous of like, like a musician, right? You takes, it takes a lot of work. There's a lot of skill, a lot of practice. You have to, you know, interpret the music, feel it. You're bringing your whole self to it. But you also, you have music to play. That's been provided to you. You're not writing it and performing it together. And even if you are, it's only a few minutes long, you know, like, and again, not to disparage music, because dude, I can't do it. There's a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of math. There's a lot to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just, there's a, it seems like every other art form has like one of these aspects, but writing has all of them. Yeah. I, and I think that's why you don't see, like you see child prodigies, you see people who are sort of creative geniuses in music and dance and all of these other art forms, even in sports, right? But you don't see it in writing because it, it is so often. complex. It is so, yeah. it's not just one skill or one thing that you have to master. And I think when you do see it in younger writers, it is usually like songwriting or poetry or something that's very contained because. Mm -hmm it's again, less to have to learn and manage and navigate and songwriting and poetry is a little bit more free form. Now, don't hate me. I am not a poet. I'm a really, really bad poet and I don't study poetry. So, you know, don't take offense to that. But I will say like, there is a lot of freedom and flexibility and poetry, which is why I think that younger writers can connect with it more. And it's something that's mm -hmm. short form typically. And so they can feel like they can start and end that thing and then get feedback on it and learn and play yeah. in it in a way that you can't do with a full length novel. Yeah. And then there's the other aspect while we're, while we're complaining of, again, another thing that I think is unique to writing, particularly uh, novel writing or, or book writing that it, and I've said this before, that it's extremely difficult to get your work in front of people. Like to, like if I, I can play a song for somebody, like, hey, we listen to my song, do, 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 do. Oh, that's great. I can record it. I can put it out on YouTube. People can, you know, because it doesn't take a lot of time, a lot of um, 
commitment to listen to someone's song. You know, you hear it? Great, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, come, I mean, yeah, okay, come see my show. Uh, that's always kind of tricky, but again, you know, you sit down, you watch the show, you get a nice night out, great. Uh, you know, watch me dance, here I'm dancing in front of you, you know, whatever. Uh, here's my painting, it's up on the wall. Look, there it is. Oh, okay, great. Um, and, and so on and so forth. But read my book. Like, that's a, that's, like, spend a few days with this, please. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, really, it's a big commitment, and it's hard to get to them, right? Because you have to, I mean, it's a little easier now that it's electronic, but still, to get it to someone it's hard. It's a harder sell. It's a harder thing. So, yeah, we've we've really uh, we picked a good one, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reading somebody's book is a commitment, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is, it is one that I don't take lightly. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so and we're not saying this to be discouraging and to say, yeah, it sucks to write. Blah blah. blah. Because it doesn't suck. It's it's hard, but it's fun, and you know we like doing it. But we're saying is don't, you know, don't discourage yourself. You know, the I think I heard this on Queer Eye. Uh, uh, Karami was saying like, compare and despair. Oh, that's good, mm-hmm. right? So don't compare yourself to other artists, other writers, where they are in your career. Don't have an expectation like I should be doing this by now. I should be writing faster. I should be putting out more books, I should be published by now. Like, all that is is just going to make you miserable and make it harder for you to sit down and write. Yeah. I will add to this, because this is, this is one of my pet peeves, is that I think as an industry, we tend to try to make the process seem easier. Like, we lean on trying to make it feel like magic, and it's just like, oh, it was inspiration, and it was so effortless, and... You know, I was just inspired and the words flew out onto the page and then I'm handing you this thing without mm-hmm. acknowledging the countless painful rewrites and the wanting to set your script or your your manuscript on fire mm-hmm. and all of those, yeah. all of that. We just hide that. We pretend like it doesn't exist. But also my pet peeve is ghostwriters and work for hire yeah. assignments because what that does, and there are a ton of them, I know... Some people are completely oblivious. There are a ton of ghostwriters and there are a ton of larger named authors, celebrity authors, politicians mm-hmm. who get their name on books because it sells books, but they are not actually writing it. And it gives the impression that anybody can sit down and say, oh, I just decided to write this book in my my spare time and mm-hmm. look how wonderful it is when often they're not writing that book. They are consulted, they are giving interviews, they are maybe are reading pages, uh, but a lot of these are contract, work for hire, or mm-hmm. ghostwriting positions, even with fiction. I know some people mm-hmm. who are doing it. So I, mm-hmm. I wanna like just clarify that, that you're setting, if you're comparing yourself to a writer or an author that is successful that you don't know anything about, you have no idea what like don't compare yourself to them (laughs) because you don't know what's going on in the backside you have no idea yeah it's always a it's always a bad idea to do that and there's also another there's a story and i can't remember exactly the story so forgive me for paraphrasing but it was something where an artist did something and it took and they like like drew a sketch and it took him a few minutes like and then they said okay well that will be you know two hundred dollars i'm like what why should i pay two hundred dollars it took you Five minutes to do that. 
And they're like, well, it took me 20 years to be able to do that in five minutes. So it's not, yeah. you know, that, that it, it's not just five minutes. It's five minutes plus 20 years. Um, it's another thing to keep in mind that even if you do hear about people who write really fast and, you know, you can't, I mean, just don't compare. There's no room for, for sadness in writing, <laughs> for self-flagellation. It's, you know, it's hard enough. We just talked about how hard it is. And now you're making it harder by getting mad at yourself or comparing yourself or, or being negative. It's just, there's no time for it. If you need to compare. And I'm telling that to myself as much as I am to you. <laughs> but I'm like, if you need to compare, just take a moment, you know, once a quarter, you know, once a year to go back and look at the first thing that you wrote. Because then mm. you will see the growth and you will see growth. Even if you're, you consider yourself a hobbyist and you only write a couple of times a month, you're still going to see progress in the words that you put on the page and how you think about storytelling. And you're going to have learned new information, not only about yourself, but the world and the kinds of stories that you want to tell. And I, I find that a really encouraging exercise because I can often yeah. get mired down in what I'm doing right now and why it's not good enough and not realize that those 10 years or 20 years have actually significantly impacted my ability to tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really a good, good thing to do. Sometimes it's cringy. You're like, Oh dear God. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I had somebody who wanted to read my first books and I was like, I'm always like, don't, you don't want to buy those. <laughs> And I understand <laughs> why authors do this. I never understood when I would meet a famous author and I'd be like, oh, I love this. And they're like, oh, like not the first one. <laughs> yeah. Like that was so bad. Which also I think can be encouraging too, that like even these people who you look up to, who you think are really great and they know everything, they too kind of feel, can, can feel a little unsure of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just, this is how this, this game goes. It's a, uh, I've talked about this before, how about like athletics metaphors. They just don't work for writing. At least I've never been able to make them work for writing. You know, athletics metaphors are great for short-term activities, right? They get you all charged up um, to push you through a short, a, a, a short bit of difficulty. You know, where it's like, okay, I've got to finish this workout. I've got to do a couple more lifts. I've got to, you know, pushing yourself to the edge. you got to get through this game. You know, you kind of get yourself hyped up and you go. And... You know, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, that the first two minutes are the hardest thing. And, you know, if you want to use that metaphor there just to get you started, fabulous. But those are short-term things. And so after that time, you have to be a lot more gentle with yourself, a lot more zen and mellow and more patient, really, um, with the rest of it so that it's a, it's a long haul. And if you are trying to keep yourself all pumped up and hyped up for this long thing and, and like, go, go, push, push, push. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to burn out. So don't be so hard on yourself. Be gentle, be patient. It's a, this is what kind of art form this is. This is an art form of, of patience. Patience. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're going to compare, well, I'm going to say not compare, <laughs> but I think if you're looking for a metaphor, I agree. Sports is not the one. Mm -hmm. But I also, I feel like it's almost entrepreneurial. Like if you're starting a business, if you ever tried to start a business, it is so complex and so nuanced. And there's mm -hmm. a million things that you have to keep track of. 
And they often use that chess comparison. It's like, you've got to be thinking big picture, but you got to know your next moves and you've got to know your options and you've got to know the environment and the opponents. And I kind of feel like that's what you're doing when you're writing is like you are trying to juggle 10 different things all at once and get them to fit and work together. And then also think about how do I make money off of this and how do I promote yeah. this? And we didn't even, <laughs> yeah. we didn't even go into that part. I know. So how, it's like, how frustrating the business part is. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. In a good way. But yeah. I, I like I think that's why you see storytellers who are also like when you take those personality tests and it's like you could be a writer or a business person, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Same yeah. skills. You're, you make things. You're making things. I think that I think generally speaking, the mindset to come to writing and, and as a long term is is one of of patience, of slow strategy, of understanding that there's a lot to do it a lot to it and it's gonna take time it's just gonna take time it takes time and that's in the okay. meantime yeah it is to yeah and that's okay that's it that's the real key that's okay it's not a race no there's no race writing i think there's another reason like you never see it they've got reality shows for all kinds of art forms you know like oh we're gonna make knives we're gonna glass blow we're gonna um do clothes and and you know they get all cooking all these things they you can't do a writing show that would be the most boring thing ever all right and go all right our next episode will be in six months see you then all right so yeah take your time guys it's all good don't stress there's no time for that we got enough things to worry about take that one off your plate but one thing to put on your plate is if you can Give us a review on whatever uh, platform you can. That helps us out a lot, helps more people find the podcast, and, uh, you know, helps share the love a little bit. Yes. So we will wrap up by reminding you that, like, as, as we've been saying for the last 20 minutes, writing is hard. So take it easy. <laughs> I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye.